This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Any news today, Tito, at all? (laughs) (laughs) Dang, Rosie. That's your job. This is the Rosie Report. The next round's on Rosie, and we'll read his credit card number here in just a moment. Regular season roundup. Catch it, Rosie. Nicely done, Rosebud. Now, here's Jim Rosenhaus. Welcome in, everybody. Another edition of the Rosie Report regular season roundup. The Michael Brantley number 23 episode as we take a look back at some of the greats who have worn certain numbers for the Indians. It's episode number 23, a winning episode as the Indians defeated the Cubs on Tuesday night at Progressive Field. Good ball game, close. 3-2 to two is the final score. Good pitching from Shane Bieber and some timely home run hitting from Jose Ramirez and Cesar Hernandez. The 3-2 swung on, and there's a high fly ball. Deep right field. Home run, Jose. We are tied at one. Number 10 for Jose Ramirez. A line shot into the lower stands in right. And Jose Ramirez is pulled into a three-way tie with Shohei Otani and J.D. Martinez for home run high honors in the American League. Here's the 3-2. Swung on, and there's a high fly ball. Deep right field, headed to the stands. Home run, Hernandez! And just like that, for the first time tonight, the Indians are in front. 3-2 Tribe. Number three on the season for Cesar Hernandez. He got a pitch out over the plate on a 3-2 count and drove it high in the air to right. A majestic blast. And the Indians have that 3-2 lead. So that gets us going. Jim Rosenhouse along with you. Coming up later on in our podcast, Austin Hedges will sit down with us and talk catching and uh, some of the things that he's doing now that he is the frontline catcher for the Indians in the absence of the injured Roberto Perez. Also, we will hear from Indian starting pitcher Shane Bieber after last night's fourth win of the season for him. But first, Tribe Manager Terry Francona sat down with the media, Andre Knott from the TV side, and Paul Hoynes from the Cleveland Plain Dealer. We usually start off talking about the pitchers or, or somebody hitting a home run. How nice was it tonight? the defense you guys had with the four double plays that you were able to turn. You know, and we needed them. But I thought I thought I thought we did a pretty good job. You know, we had the one little miscue there that and that that could have been big. But but we we played a good game. You know, we Caesar with a with a with a home run and then we kinda hung on for dear life. You talk about Caesar, just that at bat. You know, the guy throwing a couple sliders on him, and it looked like he was looking for it. How nice is it to have a veteran prepare and know that, you know, that may be coming again? 
you know, and his batting average is lower than he's accustomed to. But you watch as, as it warms up, he'll warm up and he'll get to his level and it'll be, it'll be fun to watch because he'll, he'll get hot. He's, he's too good not to. What did you think of Bieber tonight? It seemed like he kind of – it was a little bit like the Kansas City start, kind of grinded through a little bit. You know, a little bit, Dre. He, I thought he made some mistakes. Um, I also thought he probably threw some strikes that maybe, you know, weren't called that didn't help. Um, that's part of it, part of the game. Um, but you look up, you know, and he's, what, six and two-thirds and two runs and pitched, you know, pretty damn good. He competes like crazy. I don't think his slider's been in the last couple games has been kind of what he's used to. Knowing Beebs, he'll go out in his bullpen and probably fix it. His pitch counts have been a little bit higher the last couple of times out. Are you guys to a point where you're more comfortable letting him go that deep at this point? Um, not every single outing for sure. Um, I thought early in the game they were trying to kind of ambush him and his pitch count was low. But then, you know, the middle innings, it really started to climb in a hurry. No, nah, I mean, we'll keep an eye on him. I mean, he was he's obviously had an extra day the last two times. Um, but we keep an eye on that stuff pretty close. Keto, what, what what do you like about Hernandez in the leadoff spot when you made the move? Well, I mean, he's a switch hitter. Um, it's, so if you turn the lineup over, you got a guy there that can drive a run in, as I think is important. But I just think he understands that being in the leadoff spot, if he can get on twice, however he does it, by bunt, walk, hit, that that gives us a pretty good chance to win, setting the tone for the rest of the lineup. Um, I just – and I know he wasn't real crazy about it coming out of camp, but I was glad he kind of decided he – you know, he was comfortable because I think it makes us a better team. What did you think of their guy? Uh, uh, you know, kind of as advertised, he had life on his fastball. He threw some really good breaking balls. You know, and early on, it, it I was kind of impressed with their approach to Bieber because it was hard to see, but they were staying on him and going the other way. And uh, I thought their guy had a really good breaking ball. Was it good to see uh, Class A come back after uh... – you know, over the weekend, what happened against the yeah, Reds? Yeah, yeah, it was. That was, and you could see by his reaction after the double play, he was pretty excited. That was, that was good to see. You know, I think we felt like he'd bounce right back, but it was still nice to, to watch it. So those are Tito's thoughts. How about Bieber? Fourth win of the season, pitched into the seventh, up around 120 pitches, and uh, just a, a competitive battling game for Bieber. There were some obstacles in there, but he got the job done. I mean, you may be getting squeezed a little bit by an umpire. What, how do you keep your composure and kind of keep in the same mindset as the game goes along? Um, you, you got no choice, right? Like, it's uh, – seeing it time and time again, you know, you lose your composure, it's probably going to come back and bite you. So, um, sometimes you just got to bite your tongue or um, – Really, it comes down to focusing on what you you can do, and you know, saying something or getting flustered and, and showing bad body language is probably only going to hurt you, hurt your team, um, give everybody the wrong impression. So, try my best not to to do that um, on the occasion that you know things aren't going my way. Has it been a struggle to find your slider last few times out? 
Yeah, I think um, that was a pitch that I relied pretty heavily on uh, earlier in the year. And my last, maybe my last two starts, um, it's kind of gone away from me. Um, to keep things kind of in perspective, I think in years past with my old slider, um, you know, when it kind of leaves me, it's not competitive and I would have to bag it. I'd have to put it in the back pocket and rely on my other stuff. But, um, you know, to kind of look at the positives here, although I'm not feeling great with it um, and not, uh, you know, getting the kind of swings that I want, uh, it's still usable and it's still a competitive pitch. So I'm trying to use that to my advantage and, uh, you know, got to tip my cap and, and, and commend Hedgie tonight. I think he called and, and played a, a hell of a game. And, you know, it's not easy getting thrusted into the role that he's been thrusted in and, and performing like he has, especially with the pitching staff um, through and through has been impressive. I know you, you wanted to um, pitch deeper into games uh, when you came into this season. How aware have you been of your pitch counts as you've gotten later into games over the last three games? Yeah, pretty aware. I, I feel like that's kind of an adjustment that happens early in the game, right? Being aggressive in the zone, getting yourself to positions deeper in the game. Um, maybe third, potentially fourth time through the order. Um, and, and I don't really pay attention to, to pitch count um, because at the end of the day, the most important thing is, is getting outs. Um, and so uh, that's first and foremost, but I'm going to try and be competitive in the zone, especially early. But tonight uh, it was clear that um, they were going to be competitive early in the counts as well. And they're, they're being aggressive and, and, and didn't want to uh, see too many pitches. So, um, I felt like we were able to make an adjustment the second time through the order. Um, and, and it just came down to trying to get outs. Shannon, you, have to, you got the double play to get out of the second, and I think you got one to get out of the third as well. That just kind of helped you settle down a little bit. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, the double play, I felt like, uh, you know, it's kind of just, just, what, just what I ordered. Um, but the, the one in the, or the, I'm talking about the, the second inning, but the third inning was just a phenomenal defensive play. Um, and, and those guys picked me up tonight uh, a, a few times, you know, with the strike them out, throw them out. And, um, you know, what we were just talking about, Jake's, Jake's performance on that double play, that line drive and the back pick. So um, that, that was huge. That was huge for, for me and for us and, and just for the momentum. The, um, the rock that Peterson hit to start the game, I'm glad you saw it because I didn't. Did that uh, – does it take you a second to kind of regroup after a play like that? Um, yeah, maybe a second. Uh, <laughs> uh, we, we thought that, you know, he might do that. Um, I didn't think he was going to come right back at me, obviously. That's not like he was trying to, but um, just glad I caught it. And behind the plate for Bieber, as he will be most of the time now, is veteran catcher Austin Hedges. And Hedges, who had been the backup to Roberto Perez to start the season, now takes over that full-time role with the injury to Perez that could cost him eight to ten weeks. But uh, Hedges says he's prepared both mentally and physically to get the job done. Uh, the nice thing for me is, man, is I've uh, I've been in this role plenty of times, so um, I've you know I've been here enough where I where I got the reps where I know. Uh, I know how to show up as a uh, as an everyday player, and how to show up as a guy that's playing uh, maybe once a series. And um, we got a lot of great resources around here. So guys like Joe Kessler, our strength coach, we basically, while I wasn't playing a whole lot, we're just doing a ton of things in the weight room and on the field to keep my body going. Almost have the almost put my body through a um, 
kind of a simulation of what, uh, uh, as if I was playing every day. So uh, my body's always going. So if that if that time came, which it obviously did, um, that I'd be ready for it. And you mentioned that obviously to get to the to major leagues, you have to be an everyday player, and and you've been that at the major league level too. Um, and now that you're you're back to that, when you're at the plate, it seems like I mean for any player that, that makes a big big difference. And uh, have you noticed that already that that in terms of seeing pitching on a daily basis, it's been beneficial for you? I mean, it, it definitely helps. Uh, one of the main things it helps with is just uh, knowing you got another opportunity immediately. So. You know, if you have a bad at bat or a bad day, you know you're going to go get another at bat or you know you're going to play the next day. And in a situation where you're not playing a whole lot, it's tough to have a bad day at the plate and then you kind of sit around and think about it for a while, almost like a like a starting pitcher. So uh, I definitely uh, feel like I could relate to, to those guys a little bit more uh, throughout that process. But um, I think that's really the, the main thing is just um, it allows you to have kind of that, uh, that uh, quicker short-term memory uh, to just flush out the, the bad at bats and uh, and know that you got another opportunity coming the next day. And the last time the Indians played a, a real nice day at the plate for you with, with an RBI base hit, you get a sack bunt down, a little bit of everything. And is that the type of thing offensively as a team, kind of moving that line along and, and having everybody contribute in certain ways that, that could really let, let the offense take off a little bit more consistently? Yeah, absolutely, man. We're, we're just trying to win ball games, And, uh, you know, at least personally for myself, if – uh, if the bat isn't, uh, if I'm not just out there raking uh, every single at bat, then given the circumstance where we got a couple guys on, or if I can move a guy over for, um, you know, in that situation, it was Jimenez. But really, no matter who it is, if we can, if we can get a guy or multiple guys into scoring position with with less than two outs, that's just putting ourselves in position to score. And knowing that with our pitching staff, that uh, it doesn't take a whole lot of runs. So uh, each run we get across is just uh, is just more likely we're going to win that game defensively great reputation coming over here now we get to see that on on just about an everyday basis and uh blocking pitches in the dirt it seems like your technique is flawless on that to to allow you to have great success at that how far back does that go and and was there a particular coach at a certain point in time that that taught you the correct way to do it and it's something that you've latched on to I've been lucky enough to have outstanding coaches and mentors in my career uh even as a kid you know my uh my early travel ball coach and my high school coach, his name was Brett Kay. Uh, he was a catcher at Cal State Fullerton, played a little pro ball, and he kind of taught me a lot of the, uh, the, uh, the, you know, the simple mechanics of, um, of blocking and, and really the whole aspect. But um, the main thing that, that I learned from him and I've learned throughout my career is that it's just a blocking's almost a decision. It's a mindset. It's uh, in my mind, if there's a guy on base, every pitch is already. A, I assume it's going in the dirt, and if it's not, I can just catch it. But if I'm assuming, if I'm assuming catch, it's going to be a lot harder to. Uh, block those pitches especially considering everybody's throwing these 90 mile an hour off-speed pitches nowadays so it's you don't have a whole lot of time to react but um, I just know that each guy that advances is going into scoring position and uh, that's hurting our chances to win and that's going to hurt our pitchers numbers and I take that very personally and very seriously so um, no matter what type of body part I got to throw out there I just got to keep that ball in front. Tribe catcher Austin Hedge is joining us. And for fans who don't know, we're, we're recording this a, a good five, six hours before game time. You're catching Shane Bieber tonight. And, and what's that process like on game day to get you prepared and him prepared so that the both of you can be the best you can be tonight? Well, the nice thing for me is I got, I, I've had enough, uh, enough time watching him and uh, Roberto work together. So there's just a lot. Of, I, I learned a lot from that. I've learned so much from Roberto. So uh, kind of the way that he goes about it um, – um, is 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 how I followed it, and they've had such a such a great uh, great time working together for so long now. Um, so 
Uh, I mean, for me, it's a. I mean, it's Beeb's day. He knows what he's doing. He's been out there plenty of times now. He's on such a nice roll. So um, we'll have a few discussions throughout the day, specifically about um, you know kind of the main hitters that we need to uh, really focus on uh, in the Cubs lineup. Um, but other than that, man, it's uh, we go out there and it's a, it's just a constant game of adjustments. You know, you, you can have your talks before the games, but the thing about baseball is guys go out and make adjustments every day and every at bat and you know every pitch even sometimes. So. Um, that's where the, the constant dialogue throughout the game is going to be the important stuff for us um, so we can stay on the same page and, and get Beebs nice and deep through this game. You had an unexpected off day Sunday, regular off day yesterday. But uh, as a Southern California kid, born and raised and then playing for the Padres, you come over here, there's snow in early May, that, that uh, not a big snowstorm, but some snow mixed in with a cold, wet rain. What do you think of Sunday's weather here in Cleveland? <laughs> I mean, uh well, we were able to get a nice off day out of it, but uh, you know I'm starting to get used to it. It's uh, it's kind of nice. It's a uh, it's 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 a new change. It's a new challenge, and and for whatever reason, it seems like our guys playing through this weather throughout the whole season, um, at least at least for now, throughout the beginning of the season. I think it gives us an advantage against any teams that come in that might not be as prepared. Or if you don't if you don't like the weather, if you don't like the cold, and you're not mentally tough enough to hang, you know, to handle it then the tribe's going to get you because we're a bunch of guys that show up every day in the cold and it doesn't matter what the weather is and we're going to go out there and uh, and and give it our best. So um, at, at the very least, I think it gives us an advantage. Man, Austin, that's Northeast Ohio through and through right there. Good <laughs> good outlook on the whole weather situation. Hey, thanks a lot for coming by. I appreciate it and uh, have fun out there tonight. All right, thanks, Jim. See you, man. Well, interesting to hear how he prepares with Bieber for Bieber's start last night, and, and a lot of that came into play, and, and Bieber – uh, worked through some things and uh, had a good outing again for his fourth win of the season and in large part had some help behind the plate from Austin Hedges. Well, that's going to do it for another edition of the Rosier Report regular season roundup. Always great to have you along and thanks so much for the help as always from Bart Swain from the Indians PR department along with Court Ferry Trip, Austin Contrulis. I'm Jim Rosenhouse. As always, thanks for listening and downloading the Rosie Report. This has been the Rosie Report.